I'm Gregory Day. You're listening to pdxpodcast.com. Today's special guests are comedians Todd Barry and Mahanad El-Shiki. I'd like to talk a little bit about your book, if you don't mind. Okay. I forgot what my book is about, but I'll I'll try. (laughs) Yes, thank you for coming to Hattiesburg. It's a travelogue. Would you Uh say that this book is Todd Barry's Eat, Pray, Love? It's like uh, Eat, Pray, Love if it didn't sell well. (laughs) Mine is a poorly selling East. Eat, pray, love. Uh, I, I didn't read that one, but I imagine uh, I, I have a feeling hers is a little spicier than my book. But right. I guess I should be saying good things about my book instead of making fun of myself. And you've been to Portland uh, before. You've you've hit Mississippi before. This is great. Yeah. We've got two shows to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Well, early shows sold out. Right. Uh, late shows almost sold out. So I would jump on those tickets. And in this book, you've got a great foreword by Jesse Eisenberg. I thought he described yeah. your uh, your humor perfectly as wry. Perfect word for your humor, I would say. Yeah, I'm wry, dry, boring, whatever you want to say about me. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess I get called wry and dry quite often. Yeah, deadpan. I don't think I'm deadpan, but... Great travel tips in this book, too, like ordering off-menu at a comedy club. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I... That's the liberty I take at a comedy club. Just, uh, I sort of like this one item on your menu, but uh, can we combine it with this other item on your menu and uh, make it half the size you usually make it because uh, i got to do a show. See, there but, you go. Those are the insider tips we need. <laughs> yeah. More from Todd in a moment. We're going to switch gears now and hear from a local comic, Mahanad El-Shiki, who was runner-up at Helium Comedy Club's Funniest Person Contest for 2018. So like a year from now, I'm I'm hoping to go bigger. Like, I don't know, be someone in L.A. or something. Yes, and you've talked about this. You talked about this on KGW. Yeah. Uh, you gave an interview. You said New York or L.A. Yeah. Swing in more at uh, New York now? No, definitely L.A. L.A.? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I I'm not it's into warmer. New York that much. Yeah. Also, like it is, it is it is closer to Portland as well. So when I fail, uh, it wouldn't be. Uh, I don't have to pay much for a plane ticket. I can just drive home. Cause I'll probably be broke and poor. I'm not gonna pay five hundred dollars to go home. That's too much. My name is Mohammed, that's my name. I, uh, I am an immigrant. And it's super weird being an immigrant now in this country. I don't know if you've been watching the news lately for the past 20 years. But uh, also it's weird being an immigrant here in Portland specifically because everyone here has a sign next to their door that reads something like, Immigrants are welcome here. 
And I want to test that so bad. <laughs> I just want to open someone's front door and be like, well, I am here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Is that the kitchen? Cool, go make me something. I'll wait here, yeah. Seasoning, please, yeah. an interesting background too you used yeah. to uh, work as an interpreter for reporters yeah you ever consider becoming a reporter yeah, I mean or yeah. a correspondent yeah I mean like back in the day that's that's what I used to do like I, I, I used to take people like to like the front lines and stuff like that like to do like uh, like like interpreter work and stuff and uh, which is like definitely was very dangerous uh, but it was super fun yes yeah, uh, but me myself being BBC a BBC reporters or RT or anything, AP, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like basically everyone because because when the revolution happened in Libya, like they were like flocking like from everywhere, and uh, there weren't many people who were like spoke English like efficiently enough to like take these people out, and I was like one of the few, and like yeah, I'll I'll take you. I. I have nothing. It's uh, it's war. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just taking people. And I mean, honestly, it was it was terrifying. But at the same time, I'm I'm glad I had the chance to do it. It was it was like it was amazing. Uh, but maybe a report myself. I don't know. Maybe a correspondence for like a a comedy show, like a late night show or something. Like like hard to make light of those bombs flying over. Well, your head. yeah. But like yeah, you wouldn't be going to to war zones for sure. Also, I have my my fair share of living in a war zone, and I honestly, I'm like at this point, I'm like, you know what? I'll uh, I'll do a safer job. Uh, I'll do comedy, because when you bomb in comedy, you don't die. Uh, you just get super depressed, and that's <laughs> kind of bomb. Exactly. Yeah, no one dies. It's only you inside a bit. I've been living in Portland for a while now. Uh, Portland doesn't have diversity, and you know that, because you have eyes. Uh, but every time people see me, they get excited, because people will try to be as inclusive as possible, which is great. But here's the thing. People try to pronounce food names the same way they think we pronounce them back home, and I hate that. Because I was at a friend's house the other day, and she was having hummus, and this is how we pronounce it. <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, can I have uh, some of that? And she's like, sure. You want some of my uh, hummus? Uh, well, no, not anymore. <laughs> or there's a restaurant in downtown Portland called Habibi. See, Habibi is a nice word. It means my love or my dear. Uh, some people decided they're going to call it Khabibi. Uh, now let's imagine that you're married to an Arab woman and you're like, Hey, uh, how's it going? Khabibi? Do you think that marriage will continue? Uh, uh, fuck no. Uh, uh, You 
had a very popular tweet yeah. about Uber, and he got no kickbacks from Uber, not even a, a $6 gift certificate. Well, so, someone from their office here in Portland reached out to me through Instagram, and it was like, hey, give us your address, we're going to send you something. And then they sent me like a bag that had just like had like Uber swag in it, and one of it was like a bandana and whatever. I'm like, what? What the like? What? This is trash. I need free rides. I didn't ask for this shit. Yeah, keep your bandana. I don't. I don't need it. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna rob a bank. What the hell? No. Now Uber is. Uh, it's very useful for com- comedians. Right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. For material too, not just tra- transportation. It is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of jokes about it, and it, it is so funny because that one joke went viral. It did. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, I can't believe that's my legacy now. Uh, like all of the, like I've I've written a lot of like out what I would like to consider like smart material, and that was the one that people loved so much. So uh, this is the 30th anniversary Crowdwork Tour, 30 years. Congratulations. Yeah, I kind of combine my 30th anniversary as a comedian and that I'm doing crowd work. It's not 30 years of doing a crowd work. Tour, right, right. It's a bit misleading, but comedy shows, so it doesn't matter. All right. I, I appreciate it, Todd. Thanks so much. Sure, no problem. Have a great day. All right. You too. Today's show was produced and edited by Gregory Day. That's me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can contact me at greg at pdxpodcast.com. We'll be back next Monday. See you then. I'm kind of a private man. You but, are. Uh, you're very savvy, too. You yeah. size up your audience beforehand. You know, you check out the venue beforehand. You're very prompt. I really appreciated your, uh, your sense of professionalism. And learning, ah. I mean, it's it's obvious that you're a veteran who's learned to say, no, I'm not going to accept this. It's really interesting from, from that perspective, like, you know, what you should expect and what you shouldn't stand for. When I want to say no to someone, something, and I let myself do it, it always feels pretty good. It'll rush. But. Now, I would like to talk just a, a really quickly about coffee because we okay. have a ton of coffee shops in Portland. I know you're aware yeah. of that. Yeah. Do you need any recommendations or do you have a set I would place? like some. I mean, I went to a few. <clears throat> it depends on where my hotel is, you know. Sometimes I like a little. I mean, I've gone to everyone, you know, Stumptown and I don't place. Was it Hart? That's a good one. Right. Right. Uh, I think it's called Hart, isn't it? And, uh, but I'm always open to some new ones. If you got something, let's hear it. Oh, yes. Kova Coffee, Single Origin. Case Study, Downtown, Coria Coffee. I know you're going to forget all these. Coria is right by Powell's Books. It's right okay. across the street. It's, I wonder if I've been there. Yeah, it's pour-over. Yeah? Do you like a pour-over? Oh, God. I, I, I love watching it. Yeah, I like watching it, I think, more than I like drinking it, honestly. But uh, I like a nice... I just like a nice mug of drip coffee, but I will do the pour-over from time to time just to get... Because I get caught up in the whole romance of it. I don't have anything written on paper. Uh, nothing. No yeah, I've, I never write anything. Uh, the way I write material is like I, I usually just take like long walks or whatever, 
and I just talked to myself. And where at? Where did you go for a walk? Just around, like around the neighborhood or whatever, like by the waterfront here in Portland, and like just like go and just cross bridges and whatever, and just like kind of like played in my like the way I write is the same exact thing, like the same way I tell my jokes on stage, because I just imagine myself being on stage right now, and I'm like, okay, this is how I am gonna deliver the joke. Uh, I mean, a lot of people definitely like sit down and write, and that works for them great. I just can't do it. Like if I sit down, like I. Like I find myself like standing up immediately. I'm like, kind of talking out loud because I have to play it out, uh, and it helps with like, like, the way I edit jokes as well. Because when you tell the joke out loud, uh, oh yes, no, yeah. I write a piece every week. It's yeah. for an entertainment segment. Yeah, and written it's great, but when I say it, it has to pop. And that's a completely different animal. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And in in my in in my kind of work, you have to. S- that's what it's all about. Exactly. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Exactly. That's why a lot of people like are very good at like, like, at writing comedy, like something like, on paper. Yes. But then they, when you put them on stage, it doesn't have the same thing. And the way I think about it is like, especially with stand-up comedy, is like on paper. People can see where the page ends or where the paragraph ends, so they like they know when the punchline is gonna be. But when you tell the joke, people don't have the patience to wait. Like, okay, where's the punchline? And like, if it's too long, you just lose them. Like, by the time you get to the punchline, you're like, oh, I'm, I've been away for a while now. I haven't been listening to you. My friend and I we were at the park blocks here in Portland, and we were speaking in Arabic. Cause we can and uh, and this guy who's a preacher comes to us and he's like hey you two are you uh are you from the middle east i was like no i'm I'm from libya which is in north africa completely different (laughs) and he was like nah Sounds Middle Eastern to me. <laughs> Which is not how geography works. <laughs> Shouldn't sound to you like we have a map and everything. <laughs> I'm like, okay, buddy, I am from the Middle East. What do you need here? And he's like, no offense, but I think everything that came to the US from the Middle East should just go back to the Middle East. And I was like, everything? He's like, yes, everything that came to the US from the Middle East should just go back to the Middle East. Like, okay, buddy, no problem. I guess uh, we're going back. We're taking the Middle Eastern food carts. We're taking the hummus. And uh, Jesus Christ, yeah. And the guy was so mad. He was like, no, Jesus was white. I don't think so. If Jesus was white, his uh, privilege would have saved him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Super edgy. Anyway, good night, everyone. Thank you.